Welcome to the Tech.eu podcast, where we discuss some of the most interesting stories in European tech today. I'm your host, Dan Taylor. Let's do this. Well, all right, all right, all right. You have found it. This is the Tech.eu podcast. I am your host, Dan Taylor, and we are the droids you're looking for. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a star-studded episode of the Tech.eu podcast. And now I normally say that sort of in jest, but this week we do have an actual bona fide star But before I introduce her, let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Does that make sense? I think so. All right. It makes sense to me. But I've got in my show notes, I always, as as you know, I always do research before the show. And so I checked out the company today. I was corrected by our guest. I was saying Vanta for the longest time. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I've been living in the UK far too long, darling. It's Vanta. I'm going to put my deepest American accent on I can. Vanta. But what they do is they deal, as, as far as I can understand, and that's what our guest here is is uh, going to ex- explain to me, I think, a bit more in detail, is security and privacy frameworks. Now, I don't know about you folks, but it's probably not a topic that comes up in your everyday conversations. But the minute one of these services fails, you can be sure it's a water cooler topic of the day. Uh, needless to say, any breach or lack of shall we say, rock-solid compliance, opens organizations up to unnecessary risk and a major setback in growth. Today, my longtime friend, and I do mean longtime, like if you enjoy the sound of my voice, ladies and gentlemen, this is the woman who got me into it, kicking and screaming. Longtime friend, Stevana Case, she is the chief revenue officer at Vanta, a software company that just closed a $40 million Series B extension on top of, you know, because $110 million wasn't enough, they wanted 40 more, uh, just a few months prior. They help companies automate compliance and simplify security, and they are trusted around the world by organizations including Quora, Autodesk, and Calm, to name a few. Stevie, welcome to the show. Hello. It is so nice to hear your voice. It, it's been what, like a decade? I think it has been a decade. And, and in between the last time we talked, I stopped smoking. So the voice, <laughs> the voice, the voice is actually even better, I think. I mean, you would yeah. think that the cigarettes would help, but apparently they didn't. So for those of you kids out there that think smoking is cool, cut it out. It's not. You're smooth and buttery now. That's right, <laughs> folks. If you want to stay smooth and buttery like Dan Taylor, stop smoking. <laughs> better yet, don't even start. Let's talk about Vanta. Thank you for the correction and helping me to not make an idiot out of myself. I I do that on a daily basis quite regularly. Um, Over the course of the pandemic, (laughs) we have seen a huge, 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 I got to do my Trump today, right? Huge rise in cybercrime. And even today, it seems that not a week goes by where we don't hear of a household name being breached, uh, thousands of users' information exposed. Let's 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 delve into familiar territory for an example, right? Now, folks, if 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 you're doing your back back channel research, you'll know the name Stevie Case. Go Google it right now. Right? There might have even been a podcast with oh, my name on it. Don't, don't no. Can you it's find true. that? That is that somewhere? I, I don't think I don't think it still lives on the internet. It doesn't exist. Legend of archive.org. Yeah. Uh, but looping back into familiar territory, a couple weeks ago, we had Rockstar Gaming. They got breached. Uh, tons of leaks, you know, let, that cost thousands, right, of, of, of what uh, Grand Theft Auto, I don't know, 22 is going to look like. Um, and just this morning, pulling it close to me, the Hackney Council, 
which is a borough here in London, announced that due to a cyber attack in October 2020, they have had to spend 12.2 million pounds in the last fiscal year. Uh, I mean, granted, the pound isn't worth anything these days, so 12.2 million is not, is not really a big deal. But Stevie, talk to me. What, what what are the implications of all of this? What what does this mean to me as a consumer, and and more so, probably more the, so that you can speak to? What does that mean to businesses? Yeah, I mean, look, this is the hottest of topics these days, and really in the origin days of Vanta. It was around the time that Equifax, the big breach happened. And, you know, the world has changed quite a lot since that big Equifax breach. We've seen governments take action, put things like GDPR into place. We've got our own nice, cute little version of that in California called CCPA. <laughs> you know, everybody everywhere is trying to make sure that businesses are protecting consumer data. So yep. Vanta came to be to help businesses secure themselves. Because the truth is, it is not all of that straightforward. Mm. There's actually quite a long list of things you have to do. And what we do right out of the gate is help other businesses make sure that if there's a law like GDPR, or there is a compliance standard like mm -hmm. the SOC 2, that they are compliant with that standard and we help them automate that compliance. So we just uh, make it easy to follow the rules and make it easy for them to know they've done what they can do to mm -hmm. secure their data in the most basic of ways. All right. Well, listen, I'm wearing a pair of socks too. Let's save that for a minute because I, I, I do, I, you seem like the person who knows. I, sock 2, HIPAA, ISO, ISO, I, what, we'll get to that. Hang on. Uh, so, all right. So, so you're helping people cross all the T's, dot all the I's, and I'm assuming at scale and speed, correct? Yes, that's correct. So the old world of how folks have dealt with this over time is uh, it, it's really kind of gnarly, honestly. It was a lot of working with folks who would go into systems and take screenshots of who has access to what and managing things in spreadsheets. And as you can imagine, if you're trying to secure your systems, that is not a super effective way of doing it. And the idea behind Vanta was to take this list of things that are known to help make your systems, your infrastructure, your processes more secure and automate all of those. So hmm. one of the ways we do that is we integrate with all of the infrastructure a company has and we do a series of automated checks and then we continuously monitor to make sure that you've done the things you should do. So when you think about a SOC 2, SOC 2 in a lot of ways is a checklist of ways you need to secure your business. We help check that you've done that. And then we make sure you keep doing it. And mm -hmm. keep doing it is actually a surprisingly hard part of the process if you're doing it with spreadsheets and screenshots. Right, right. I was I was thinking that uh, earlier that, you know, staying, getting compliant is one thing. Staying compliant is another. So do you, how, how does this work? Do you have a... I don't know, an, an AI uh, solution that's constantly pinging state laws and federal laws and, and global laws and, and updating your database and making sure your clients are, are staying updated. Yeah. It, so it's a combination of things, because mm -hmm. if you think about SOC 2 as sort of the most basic or fundamental standard that folks want to get compliant with first, we sometimes see startups like founding their companies and then a couple of days later getting started on SOC 2. Because really what SOC 2 sets out is a set of criteria that determine that a business is secure and compliant and, and doing what it needs to do to protect data. 
Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is it's not just are you securing your systems with things like multi-factor authentication and are you offboarding employees when they leave? It's actually about the policies that your company has in place as well. It's about how you manage your infrastructure and your processes. So it's a little more holistic than folks think. So what we do is take those criteria, which are actually somewhat vague at times and directional, <laughs> and boil those down into concrete things you can do to make those systems secure. So our, our customers come to us and they might start with SOC 2 as a standard, which is a standard that was created by a body of CPAs. Or they might say, I'm going to be doing business in the EU and I need to think about GDPR. So they come to us and we talk to them about what standards might be applicable to their business. And then we help boil those standards down into very concrete actions. Nice. Nice. So so in addition to making sure I'm secure, making I making sure I'm keeping secure, you're also acting as a bit of a consultant, if you would, to these yeah. businesses. Yeah, we absolutely, we hold the hands of the companies going through this process. SOC 2 is a great example. It's not just a a box check. You actually have to, because it was a standard created by a body of CPAs, which is pretty wild when you're thinking about technology, um, you have to go through an audit with a CPA and that auditor has to validate that you've actually done the things that you're describing. Mm -hmm. So you put a series of controls in place And with those controls, you're mapping tests against those controls. And then an actual CPA, an auditor is going to go through and say, yes, they are actually doing those things. So through that process, we help our customers not only check the basic boxes, but understand why they matter, help them navigate through some of the cloudier, murkier edges of what that can mean, how to how to really get compliant with best practices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now. I'm also wondering because you you've mentioned the external auditor, right? I mean the the people who lit, well they literally do check the boxes. Um, I'm wondering if if you know if if a how do I say it? if a business comes from Vanta, right? If if they're a Vanta client and they get they present to the auditor, uh, does the auditor do, do they sort of get prioritized because they know that the quality of what you're offering? They they just go through and go, yep, 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 yeah. Is, is that right? That's exactly right. So the, the beauty of Vanta is because we're actually integrating with our customer systems and we're automating a lot of the processes, it also makes the auditor's job easier because instead of saying, here is a gnarly Excel spreadsheet and our list of tests and here's a bunch of screenshots proving we did what we said <laughs> we did. And like before Vanta, people were literally getting in and like screen sharing with auditors to show like who has access to their AWS instance, for example. Mm. Now it's an automated check. We've sent essentially got a dashboard of the controls and the tests and the proof. And the auditor comes in and is able to not only check much more quickly, but also confirm in real time with an automated check that the system is doing what it says it's doing. So makes auditors' lives easier. We actually have a partner network of auditors that we work with as well that have been trained on Vanta, understand how to read it, how to understand what the system does and what it's checking. So we we save a huge amount of time for our customers. A lot of our customers are doing a SOC 2 because they're a SaaS business and they are trying to sell to other businesses, other enterprises. And that buyer that they're trying to target requires them to have SOC 2 uh, report complete, requires them to complete ISO 27001, requires them by contract to say they are compliant with GDPR. 
So our customers have a lot of urgency because they are trying to get business done and often mm. proving they're compliant with these standards is blocking them from signing new business. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, listen, Stevie, between you, me, and well, the people listening, you've, you've rattled off all these terms in 30 words or less per term. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. So 90 words, uh, doing the research sock two kept coming up. ESO. Okay. Now I have to, uh, you said it, you said it the way you said it. So I'm assuming it's the correct way. ESO or ISO 20,000, 27,000 and one. Like ISO 27,000 just wasn't good enough. We had to add one. No, not good enough. And there's not other ISOs. So there are other, uh, oh yeah, we got lots of numbers. Oh, nice. All right. And then HIP, HIPAA, 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 health. Uh, that's something to do with healthcare, no? It is. Good Nice. Call. Look at yeah, me, huh? Yeah, you nailed it. All right. Listen, 30 words or less per definition. Ex- explain to me what the, what the heck are those? What does that mean? <laughs> Why do I need them? You've got different categories of these standards, and each standard was created by a different body. So things like SOC 2 and ISO 27001 capture a lot of the basics. Do you do things like 2FA? Do you give the right access and turn it off at the right time? Basic checklist that every business should do. SOC Mm -hmm. 2 is a little more common in the US. ISO, a little more common in Europe. Ah, Things like HIPAA and GDPR or PCI, these are a little more specialized. These are typically focused on a specific industry, a specific type of data, or a specific geography. Okay. That was only 87 words. (laughs) I know. You have three left. It's more complicated than that. There's more to it. You're basically checking, are you protecting your consumer's data in the right way, depending on what it is? There Stevie, you, you, you know me. I'm a simple guy. I, I got it now, right? So if I got it, our listeners, they totally got it. Um, geez, what, what? I mean, <laughs> I said this podcast was going to be 20 minutes. That, that was, I mean, that's that's pretty straightforward. Um, let's talk. Let's talk Vanta. I mean, you, you've told me how it simplifies and shortens the overall process. Are you are you global? Are you just uh, the North America and Europe, or is it? Yeah, no, we're very we're global now. So we are really excited because just. Three or four weeks ago, we launched our first two offices outside of North America. So we now have an office in Dublin and an office mm-hmm. in Sydney. So we have just okay. gone international, launching big teams, hiring lots of folks out there, and psyched to be a, a little bit of a global company. So Sydney's handing, handling Asia and Pacific for us, sure. Dublin going to handle uh, Europe for us for now, and we'll grow from uh-huh. there. What, what what about Brazil, though? It's a huge market. When's South America coming? Soon. We have pretty dedicated, but he's still, it's a little more complicated to actually physically place that team there, but we're working on it. Well, when when's Carnival? I, I think you should definitely fly out and, and scope, you know, scout it's scout great. some new office. Yeah. Scout some, yeah. Scout some new office uh, locations right around Carnival. Um, well, okay, listen, the last question I got for you then really is, you just bagged, well, not you, the company, just, Stevie, you just bagged $110 million. What are you doing? I'm quitting. <laughs> so Vanta just bagged $110 million. Uh, why $40 million more? What, 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 do you, what do you need this money for? What, is this for the Sydney and the Dublin thing, or is this just it a goal? It definitely helps. Yeah, okay. it helps with yep. Sydney and Dublin. I mean, the truth is we are in a very fortunate place. As we all know, the the macroeconomic climate has shifted over the last several months, and best time to raise money is when you don't need it. We had a good amount of cash in the bank, but we are very fortunate to just have an incredibly fast-growing business. There is a clear need that Vanta solves for. We had an opportunity to raise money so we can really go out and, and grow big, and 
we also had a chance in this extension. Part of the reason we did the extension, the additional 40 million was the chance to work with some really great strategic investors. So one of those is CrowdStrike, who has just a huge amount of credibility uh, in in the space and uh, in cybersecurity. And so to have them as a strategic investor, that partnership is super valuable. So it was the chance to work with folks like that and to go big. It's what we're here Mm -hmm. to do. Right on, right on. I know you can't really tell me, but tell me anyway. We got some like M and A activity. I mean, when you when you when you raise forty million in extent, oh, she's shrugging at me. She's doing the lips. All right, I know what lips. I know what lips sealed means. That means I got to edit this part out of the show. I totally won't. Um, Stevie, before I'm going to let you get back to your Friday morning. You you told me off air that you just had your first cup of coffee. You are standing between me and a Friday evening, so I'm gonna I'm I've got I literally have a drink in front of me. It's poured. Get ready told, to go. And I told myself I wouldn't drink it till we're done. Any any last thoughts for the listeners out there about Vanta, about uh, ESO twenty seven thousand and two, um, about you know what we should be packing when we go to Brazil. Show the floor so is yours. It's so dangerous to just open it up. You know, I, I am just, I will say like, this is a topic I did not know a huge amount about. If you look back a year, I uh, came to Vanta through Sequoia, incredible investors who, who, who led our uh, series A and it has just been the ride of a lifetime. And what I've come to realize is that this is such a hard problem for businesses to solve. And it's really still not being solved well in so many ways. So there's huge opportunity. It's something that as startups are founding and being created, this is one of those things that they really struggle with and often put off because it's just not an area of expertise. So I just really encourage your listeners, like, take it seriously. Um, We've made it easier. There are ways to get this done now. And Think about it early and unlock the future. I'm excited to be here. It's a, you know me, I like that. I like the unsexy products. And this is like one of those like very unsexy, but it's so necessary. Sock too, baby. Sock it to me. There are a lot of puns. I will say I I, I do like puns and we got all the puns. Sock it to me. It doesn't sock too much. Come on. Come on. All right. Well, listen, businesses out there, if you want to lock your stuff down, Think about compliance early. Talk to Vanta. Heck, talk to Stevie Case. I mean, she's not really busy. She's only chief revenue officer. She's just bringing in the money, but she's like making it rain every day. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have for the podcast today. As always, my name is Dan Taylor. Yours is not. I've been joined by Stevie Case, chief revenue officer at Vanta, and we are out of here. Cut. There it is. Yay. How about that? So great. Thank you.